Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Two Bourbons and the Truth with your host Chad and Dave. Hi, this is Chad. And I'm Dave. And this is Two, Two Bourbons and, and the, the Truth. truth. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got that one pretty good. <laughs> Hell yeah, good. we got that pretty good. We've been waiting like three weeks in a row to have that in unison. <laughs> right. Uh, it's getting better. This is Sam and Dave, and we're soul men. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, and uh, that extra voice is our special guest. Jeff um, Hoyt. Open E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call him Open, open e. e. Open E string. <laughs> Bass player. Uh, uh, extraordinaire. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bass player. Anyways. What is this, our ninth? Ninth episode. Yep. Holy crap. Count them, Jeff. Count the bottles. Yeah. Two, four, six, eight, ten. So <laughs> yeah. this would be uh, yeah. 12. Well, we got a little extra. <laughs> we, <laughs> we save our bottles. This yeah. is called Two Bourbons, uh, which uh, we we go over bourbon right. uh, that we're drinking today. Yep. And the truth is what we consider the truth. Yeah, yeah, right. and I. It might Two not bourbons be the, and a load of guff. That's yeah. right. And yeah. 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 if you know anybody's got, uh, they wants to prove us wrong, go ahead and call them. Exactly. We may call that the truth. Call us in. what we truth. consider yeah. the truth. Well, we, have not. we have fun with it. And we also have, not to uh, least, or last but not least, is Katz, our director. Yep, he does a great job. He does a great job. So, what are we uh, drinking tonight, Chad? We are drinking Three Chord. Three Chord? Yeah, it's kind of a, a local, well, maybe not local, but it's a... Uh, New you know, Geraldo. It's, it's a yeah, it's, it's a blend. Yeah, it's uh, from Chelsea, Michigan. Yep. Chelsea, a uh, gentleman by the name of uh, Neil Geraldo. <laughs> right. <laughs> if anybody knows, the, hey, by the way, that was our uh, special guest phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, world's only farting phone. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Neil Geraldo uh, uh, came to fame uh, pretty much with Pat Benatar. Pat, yep. Yeah. Um, but this is one of his endeavors. Yep. Uh, he uh, took it on uh, just like that and right. calls a three chord. Uh, they have uh, they're young and new, so they don't have really old stuff. Yeah, they're they only like 10, 12 years old. Outsourced to yep. Tennessee, Kentucky bourbons. Right. And they blend them. And what's cool about the one that we're actually drinking is I never knew this, but a lot of these uh, small time distilleries will take. Um, uh, their bourbon out on the out on the road with them, with reps, yes, to, to liquor stores, Correct. party stores, um, and let them and let them make their yep. own barrels. So yeah. what we have here tonight is actually our local party store right in on this barrel to uh, blend it, blended it, and picked the yep. blends out exactly and, and made it. Yeah. I've had the distinct pleasure of trying uh, the three quart uh, bourbon before. Nice, yeah. Uh, uh, it's outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, considering I, the proof of it, you know, you're thinking, yeah. geez, what's it's it going like? to be hot? This is one sixteen. It's one hundred sixteen yeah, proof. proof. You're thinking one hundred sixteen proof. Gosh, it's going to taste like rubbing alcohol, right? It but it does it not. It's, it's wonderful. It's got a great yeah. It's got a really good, uh, real good finish. nose. It's got a yeah. you know good vanilla. Sure. You would think with the one sixteen that you would have some heat on your nose. You really don't. You don't at all. Uh, I mean, I was even pleasantly on the surprised. Yeah, I agree. Um, and like I said, with this one, uh, they they the store makes their own blend, yes. and then they sell it, which is yeah. kind of cool for these smaller ones. That right, and take. you can get a you know uh, get your own label on it. You can. And yeah. That's what's really nice, and that's yeah. part of the whole process of this. Uh, you know, this bourbon. Right? These bottles are a small batch, if I'm not mistaken. They are correct. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. They're actually think- numbered. 
Yeah, I yeah. would think that the um, uh, the store picks <coughs> or the the you know the the, the picks are uh, right. a barrel. You buy a barrel for you know. Yeah, and then whatever. you blend it the you way you want to blend it. The percentage of the yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they taste it, and uh, from what I've heard. You know, they'll let you taste four or five of them. If you don't like them, they'll add some more. Okay, Change cool. it out. I like that. Yeah. There yep. it is. Correct. Yeah. Real yep. cool. We should do that on our own. Oh, I would like Two to. Two bourbons and the truth bourbon. Yeah. Bourbon. We used to do that back in the day. It was called uh, bathtub, Tra- wasn't or it? Or trash yeah. can. Yeah. 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 Trash can. Well, yeah. a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. Used to blind you. Yeah. <laughs> Go for a lot That of was fun. all the cheap stuff. Yeah. You know, you got Boone's Farm. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Did somebody bring the fruit? Put all that fruit into it. Yeah. In uh, any bottle you want. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I stole some vodka from my mom. All right, well, throw it those in there. Those nice yeah. typically didn't end well. Mad uh, Dog Plum Supreme and Colt 45 40s. Yeah, yeah that exactly. Was, that was something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Boone's Farm. I'm really aging myself now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And of course, every now and again, you could get the Manischewitz. <laughs> hey, you know how you make the Manischewitz wine? Shots, kosher. Yeah. No, uh, Red Fox from uh, Sanford Son. You know yeah. how you make Manischewitz wine? Kick him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was Red Fox. Right. Anyways, the old great Red Fox. So, uh, three chord, you know, yeah. you folks, if you can see it out there, uh, look it up online. It's really uh, reasonable. It's, it's very reasonable. Yeah. Um, store picks are really nice, uh, but they have their own branding out there. Right. So, grab a bottle of it. I mean, you won't be disappointed. No. I uh, in. Not like for the proof of it, right? I was it's pleasantly good. surprised on 116 yep. proof. It's very, you know, it's very easy on the palate. One thing was a bit of an enigma. Uh, a bit of an enigma with me is that I noticed that it has sediment in the bottom of it. Yeah, but you just got to shake it, it up a little. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like the first bourbon I've ever seen that actually had sed- yeah. <laughs> sediment yeah. in the bottom. Of it. Well, you know, I guess I have I'll to just re- shake shake it a bit. You're yeah, I'll yeah. have to research that a little bit and find out the true. Uh, yeah, it's probably just there. the goods they mixed mixed in it, you know. Different right. barrels and stuff. Different barrels, yeah. And, yeah. Just, uh, Chunks of oak and yeah. <laughs> it's probably what it is. It's got wood shavings. In it. Yeah, a little bit of peat and yeah. you know corn. And it's got some uh, rye husk. Corn. In it. <laughs> <laughs> or, some, or some hominy. Ground yeah. ground horn husks. Corn. But husks. Yeah. yeah, I think it, you know it has a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of spice. <laughs> it does. I like it. Yeah. Um, I didn't really notice that until uh, Jeff told me, but it does have some. I don't know what that means. I guess I'll have to research yeah, have that. To look at it. Why it has it a little bit of sediment. Good. But yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Well, for some, you know, that stout of proof, I mean, you know, it's definitely got some definitely got some goods mixed in there to take right. a little bit of the edge off. Yeah, know? but it, it's because, not like if you take Jack Daniels. Right. I mean, I think Jack Daniels is 10 times more uh you know, has more of a um, front bite when you well, take yeah, a drink, then this is a lot smoother and it's a lot less proof. Yeah, I think Jeff, this is more you're right, Jeff, about the, yeah. uh, you, with 116 proof, yeah. you've got to have something in there to take that bite. And there's right. really no bite. Right. So no. Right. It has to be, that's what where this yeah. uh, is yeah. coming from. So I that's not going to deter me from buying No, again. not at all. Less of that denatured alcohol straight out of the can <laughs> yeah. flavor. Right. <laughs> when you're a kid, you're looking at that bottle going, should I? Should I? No. Yeah. Degrease my intestines. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's very good. And yes. we're going to uh, we're gonna attempt between three guys finish this bottle. So 
Let's go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. This might be an interesting podcast by the end. Yeah. But, you know. Well, uh, again, to get back to uh, um, our special guest, um, Open E, E string, that's what we're going to call him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He um, has been since Thanks, uh, Dave. a young teenager. Now, you can correct me if any of this is wrong. I kind of know it by heart because I've, yeah. I've been around. I've known Jeff. He's oh, Jeff, a long too. time. Yeah. A couple 30 weeks. Plus, 30 plus years. <laughs> um, 30 plus years. Yeah. I'd say. You probably have, too. Yeah. I've known Jeff a long uh, time. Long time. Yeah. Um, he's come from a very musical family, especially his other brother. Uh, they've My only up, other yeah, brother from the same mother. From the same mother. Uh that family was uh, very instrumental in me listening to music. Uh, you know, I was already pretty much an adult by the time I met you, but right, but just turned me on to different music. Well, sure, yeah. what we're getting and, at with our topic tonight is yeah. um, influences uh, in music. Uh, you've been in music, Jeff, for you know, long time. Uh, Ever since I, was, I started playing around, I was 13. 13. Thirteen. Yeah. Your mom and yeah. dad, yeah. basically, got you into it. Yep. Your brother got a. Uh, regular six string. Oh, I saw nice. uh, what got me into it was I saw Kiss for the first time. There you go. I saw Kiss for the first time when I was twelve, and I'm yeah. like, I saw Gene. I, gotta do that. I saw Gene Simmons. I'm like, that gets, I gotta do that. that. Yeah. And you know, well, yeah. what was the first album you ever listened to? Well, was it Kiss? Uh, Kiss Alive One. Okay. Yeah, Kiss Alive One was the first oh. one I. Uh, I actually I saw him on TV first, and then uh, Midnight Special, mm-hmm. actually, and uh-huh. then and then. Uh, uh, later, I bought you know Kiss Alive one, and it was on after that. Right. Yeah, it was. You know, I was even in a trip, as you guys know, for yeah. Ten, yeah. ten years. Yeah, I got to dress up like Gene Simmons. Right, right. exactly. I retired Which is because really cool. I, I retired because I started looking like the fat Elvis Gene version. So. <laughs> Dude, you're playing. <laughs> I can't remember though. Your playing outdid it, though. Uh, oh, it, oh, yeah. it overcame that. Sure. So that sure. wasn't an issue. And I learned how to breathe fire and all that. That's stuff. That's right. The first album I ever remember. Was um, I had a stepsister and she was probably 10, 12 years older than me. Okay. But I remember going to uh, her apartment and listening to Rush. Right. And I think it was uh, Moving Pictures or something like that. But I remember listening to that and going, holy shit. Right. You know, and before that, I don't remember any music, but listening to that, going, you're very lucky, man. I mean, mean, this is, you know, very musical. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. the world's a stage. Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I discovered that you album know. shortly after Kiss Alive won. Yeah. Like, you know, which wow. which put a whole different flavor yeah. on it. And then of course, yes, you know, buying a copy of uh, um, of Yes for Yes Fragile. You know, yeah. I get that. Because yeah. Roundabout, I mean, Roundabout, you know, yep. Roundabout, Roundabout a singular a, masterpiece of oh, yeah. itself. Uh, a squire. Or, it was, uh, it's, it's Chris's birthday today, that's too. Right. So we You're got right. to gotta say that. Happy ah, birthday, Chris. Happy birthday, Chris. Mr. Chris Swan. That's right. Great, great bass player, as oh, we all know. And the, you're, you're the right, best with Roundabout, right. we're yeah. about the same age. That was a bass influence for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just love that. that yeah, bass. absolutely. And then, you know, uh, getting into Chris, and then, of course, getting into Getty, you know, yeah. and, and all it's, that. And it was then, on from And there. then, you know, discovering, you know, Entwistle uh, for the Who. Yeah, Thunderfingers. Uh, yeah, oh, actually, Entwistle yeah. was, you know, you know, he was him and Chris were Getty's. You know, that's were Getty's heroes, right? His influences, you know. right. yeah. So yeah. I mean, well, it, that's kind of the reason 
what I'd like to kind of talk to about you tonight, because yep. you're such an encyclopedia for music. A music, yeah. That he, I mean, as far as you can go, Jeff can uh, put all those pieces together. A lot of us have trouble doing. Uh, right. Or piece, like, where did this come from? That? Jeff, I've been a goo. Jeff been is a like goon. a glue for that. Yeah. I've been a goo so, all my life. So my, my, what I was interested in talking to you tonight, uh, Jeff, was bands that we all, to me, I think... Um, a lot of people, and it really bugs me, is there just one genre and they keep their, their blinders on and right. listen to anything they don't, else. They don't explain. So variety like is the spice of life. Right, exactly. Yeah. So what I would like to talk about is some of these people's favorite bands that they love, what were their inspirations? Well, sure. And you would be surprised. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what I really want to talk well, it comes about with is genres too. Yeah, it does. And so... <clears throat> Basically, a lot of my idols I listened to were basically um, Delta Blues, Chicago Blues. Okay. Um, Muddy Big difference Waters. Between the two. Muddy mm-hmm. Waters, yep. Amplification in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Muddy Waters is Mississippi. a big, yep. is a big uh, influence on a lot of rockers that we know today. Right, um, they were influenced by them. them. Oh, yeah. They listened to them. That yeah. was their inspiration. Right. And so... In the end of this, I'd like people to go out and listen to that and right. actually uh-huh. listen and then, to what uh-huh. inspired your yeah. heroes. Sure, yeah, you know. So well, you know, all the, all those cat all those cats were were definitely an inspiration. You know, BB uh, King. You know, being yep. Eric Clapton's one of major influences. Right. Um, you know, you talk about um, John Lee Hooker out of Chicago, John Lee Hooker. the boom 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 guy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Guy right. out of Chicago. Yeah. Buddy Guy, yeah. You know, and Muddy Waters out of Mississippi, you know. That's right. You're talking about cats, man, that have been around since. Yeah. How old you know, have been around since the, the, the 20s and 30s, you know. BB, um, not so much. You know, I think BB right. came into it sometime around, uh, you know, the very early 50s, but, possibly late 40s. And we, we know that the blues pretty much started to Sure, it a did. A lot of it. Everything. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Every rock and roll in Chicago really amplified that at that right. time. Yeah. He didn't invent the electric guitar or the amplifier, but he made it loud, the blues loud. Muddy Waters invented electricity. Yeah. That's right. He made, <laughs> he made blues loud. Yeah. And that's what people wanted. Yeah. Sure. Um, and that distortion and everything that came with that early blues uh-huh. and Muddy Waters influenced um, sure did. Jimi Hendrix, sure did. Uh, all well, that, guys. And it, it, it was mainly it so was, much more than them. I mean, it's it was mainly the mainly the equipment you know they were using. Yeah. Right. yeah, underpowered amps, trying to play at a high volume, causing right. causing distortion, distortion. And then and then of course you know everybody's tone is is basically in their fingers and the way they play. Right, exactly. You know, the way, with, the yes. way they pluck the strings. Yeah, especially with blues, you can actually oh, the, yeah. the way they finger the chords. Yeah. Yep. And everything else, you know, it's, yeah. it's all in your hands. That's absolutely the truth. That's why all those cats were all—they were all so different. Yeah, you know, they—they they were all they might, different. You could hear five people play the same chord; mm-hmm. it's all going to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, it's your yeah. and 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 uh, you know, a lot of the most all the young you know guitar the rock and roll first considered rock and roll guitarists, you know, back. Uh, uh, Clapton, you know, all those guys, you know, uh, the Brits over there, that's the first stuff that they heard was uh, blues from, you know, the 50s were a big influence on them, 40s and 50s. So, you know, those cats over there, you know, that's why they come over here and they play blues, you know, and and, and actually they played blues over in Britain, May, uh, Blues Breakers, you know, Clapton broke in with Mayall, you know, and did that, and, you know, iconic, iconic stuff. So, 
you know, where you go earlier with the Beatles, you know, of course, they were in, they were influenced by American music. They were right. too, the same yep. way, but uh, like Elvis and and the Elvis brothers, which is how the Beatles got their, right. harm, their harmony sense. And, which right. is very cool right. because you listen to their music and what they're influenced by, but then they put their own, uh, sure, you know, their own style. Every, everyone own, does. You know, which, is, which makes it so much unique. All, you know, all. I mean, I'm influenced by this. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, and so they mm-hmm. start, you know, they learn how to play by this, but sure. then they put their own style sure. onto it. Absolutely. Well, it's like you Eddie know. Van Halen. I mean, he was a classic example. Yeah. He, he learned, he got influenced, but mm-hmm. then he made it everything his own. Right. Um, there's you oh, could, you, tons of Jeff, you could name, I mean, there's I mean, even well, hundreds the way of you play. Eddie, 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 uh, in my opinion, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen changed changed uh, rock and roll music. Yeah. It was Eric Clapton. It, it, it changed it. It, mm-hmm. it, it was it was iconic. Um, but was he the first one to finger tap? No. No. Uh, Django no. Django Reinhardt did it. There you go. Back in the thirties, you know, uh, there was there was a, a lot of other people that that Certainly. tapped the neck, but um, Eddie for uh, rock guitarist. And when Ed came out, it was. Yeah. It, it it was a groundbreaker. It changed it changed everything. It was. Right. But Eric Clapton, I mean, that was his mm-hmm. idol. Eddie Eddie Van Halen, Eric Clapton was yeah, all about absolutely. It. Especially yeah. with Cream. Absolutely. All that, oh, the yeah. whole thing with Cream right. was yeah. inspired Eddie Van Halen to do what he If does you listen today. to if you listen to the Cream records, if you go back and listen to them, especially right. like Junior. Wheels of Especially like Wheels of Fire, which is the, which is the second one. Disraeli Gears right. is the first. And we just lost Ginger here it, a year it, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyways. But uh yeah, uh, if you go back and listen to those, especially Wheels of Fire, uh, the tone is called the brown sound. Is what the, is what it's right. what it's commonly called, and Eddie used that terminology in his trying to get the brown sound uh, that Clapton got. Well, yeah, uh, like those were the days. Like those were the days, and um, deserted cities of the heart and stuff uh, off of. Uh, they did a lot of covers. Wheels of Fire. Yeah, his uh, tone and his mix is way in the back, but. If you sit there and you listen, you listen to it, to you can it. hear that tone, man. Yep. It's real thick, and that's what uh, that's what Eddie was going for, you know. That's like Clapton uh, was an innovator. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and yeah. Beck, Jeff Beck, yep. along with along Jeff with Clapton, yep. they took it in two different directions. Yeah. Right, and you and and that's well said because it has. Yeah. Their inspirations. Everybody gets inspired sure. by anything. Why someone? Sure. And but then they take it to their own. People need to know this. And the yeah. problem is that our rock and roll heritage, the way I look at it, with it's the new electronics. It's going away. Is, it's going, losing, it's dying. I was just going to say dying. that, Chad. We're losing uh, right. that, right. that yeah. right. connection. And every yeah. year, every year we lose, uh, uh, you know, we lose those heroes. You know, they, pass, they get old and they pass away. Yeah. And, you know, you want to... You want to think that that's, that that stuff's going to uh, live on forever. And, you know, music, the funny thing about music and uh, styles of music is it always tends to repeat itself. That's right. It'll go, it'll yeah, go, it near, does, it'll go, it'll, it, yeah. it, it comes full circle. Yeah. And that's the cool part. Right. What so you, you so it'll, it'll never, it'll you never. Can elaborate on that. But like, there's certain people what do you that. Mean full circle? Like, it comes full circle. Like, um, like you go through genres, man, where. You know, like the '60s cats. You know, you, they listen to the '60s cats for 20 or 30 years, and then they're kind of left behind, and new things come around. And you listen to that for you know 15, 20 years, and and all That's, the old stuff becomes new to, again. People start yep. covering, and then yeah. they start covering old songs, right. and then people pick up on the old songs. They go back and listen to them. It, right. Music's like that; it comes full circle. You know, and then it really get, does. 
And and all music is, you know, it's, it's copy. It, you know, they they say, you know, copying is the, is the sincerest form of flattery, right? Right. That's all music is. That's all those cats that, did. That was, goes into what we're they, trying yeah, to talk they, about. They got hooked on blues guys that were first coming up when they first had Bert. electricity yeah. And, yeah. and picked up on that. Like that. A lot of the Brits, yeah. you know. And then all and they your expanded mo- on that. Yep. And, yep. and then, you know, yeah. uh Cats that were 15, 20 years came along later. We're digging on Clapton and Beck, and right. you know, and then it's, now, now we all, you know, on Eddie and, well, yeah. and, and like George you know, Lynch, and, and you know. always have these, you know, certain people like Eddie Van Halen or <coughs> Neil Peart or something like that. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that are just exceptional, sure, you know, and then well, yeah. they change the whole way the, everybody absolutely. thinks, right. absolutely, you know, like Neil Peart. I mean, that guy has changed. You know, drumming probably three, four times on yeah. the way his Percussion. style is. High schools are using his. You know, I mean, but his style, yeah. he is actually, I mean, one of the more proficient, you know, drummers proficient, ever. Yeah. And he has changed his, He went back to, wait a minute, maybe I can change this. It right. goes back to someone else right. and Basically, learns from them. He and did. And changes his he whole. He did exactly. Yeah. That. Sure. You know, yeah, I mean, sure. so do you know, Parrot, you know, any good musician does that. Parrot came from the same the same type of, of ideology. You know, um, he was uh, he was into, uh, you know, but Buddy Rich. Yeah. Big yeah. time. Uh, Gene Krupa, you know, uh, Peter Chris from... Uh, uh, Kiss, his original right. drummer, was a huge Krupa fan. I mean, uh, that's right. what made him play, you know, play drums. It's all the big band cats, you know, from back in the day. Yeah. All those, the, all those fits, earlier musicians, they all learned from that. You it know, fits right. right into what I'm talking about. Right. Is people need to listen to this stuff? Absolutely, they need yeah. to go back and listen to where it all began start, and start again and and, and right. start at listen. the bottom of the stairs and climb all the you way up. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. Oh, it'll, no. pick up some of that old it, stuff and you will like, it might crap. not like a ray of sunshine, man. You know, if you Party break it clouds. down too, it might not be your forte of music. No, but if you break it down to an, a simple instrument, sure. You know, you listen to it like, well, I really like that. Mm-hmm. You right. know, I like the You're bass. Right. I like yeah. the you know sure. whatever. I tend to listen to things as a whole, you know. I mean, there'll be some things, obviously, that stand out. Right. But if you listen to the whole and you start breaking down each instrument and yeah. what everybody's doing. I mean, you've turned how me the, How the melody line goes. Many through. things, you yeah. know, like Stevie Wonder Intervision. Sure. Oh, God. I mean, that's, the masterpiece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's phenomenal. A lot of people probably listen to that. And, you know, first time listening, eh, that's kind of gay. But you listen to it and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, absolutely. You know. we got to take it for what it's worth, too. This was back in years gone. Yeah, we have technology now uh-huh. to our to a lot of newcomers up uh-huh. technology. Sure, these were musicians, right? Exactly. Uh, these guys could uh, eat, sleep, drink. Uh-huh. That's what they did. Well, right. um, which I don't feel like we get that as much no. today. There no. obviously is artists out there. Yeah, there is. Artists. But back then, they would take like say you have an eight track, so everybody had to know their part. So you go in, you know, and studio time was expensive, but you had to know your part because you couldn't sit there and, right. you know, dub well, over it and all if this. You were rich, I mean, Ford, Ford right. track, yeah, was Ford track or whatever. But you know, I mean, you know, so they had to know their part. Sure. So everybody had to play their part. Sure. You know, I mean, where today it doesn't matter. You could be in London, you could be in uh, right. L.A. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter and where you're at. You don't even have to do the right part, man. You exactly. get a machine that'll fix it for you. Right? <laughs> yeah, they didn't exactly. have that back in the day. Yeah, they didn't. You know. Yeah. I mean, look at uh, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at Queen and look at their masterpieces and stuff. That was all sixty sure. track. 
Well, even those guys, you know, you know, even those guys. If you you know, read any interviews with Brian May or yeah, you know, or, or even Freddie, you know, they they talk about they they'd never do Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, you know, the or, the orchestra right. part, the yep. a, acapella yep. part. They would never do that live. They they just played the recording of it. Right. That was a studio entity that was entirely created in the studio. Right. And they knew, but it was a mass that they couldn't. They, they couldn't, couldn't reproduce it on right. stage like that. Right. Yeah. And there's you know things with Beach sure. Boys, you know with uh, they that they only did in the yeah. studio that they couldn't reproduce talk live. About, but talk it was, about geniuses. You know, Brian Wilson. Like, Brian God. Wilson was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Pat's, See, Pat that sounds exactly you know? what I'm talking about. Is yeah. I need. I would like every listener, if you get a chance, to go out and pick your favorite artist that you have. And find out who their influences right. were, and go listen to that stuff, because yeah. it's it's um, you won't be disappointed. Right? No, you really no. You'll, if you'll, you open your mind, you know, a lot of you people say beach. Your you know, you mentioned the word Beach Boys. A lot of people, you know, laugh yeah, and whatnot yeah, right. about Beach they Boys. And surfing board, if you go back and listen to the Beach Boys, right. you won't be laughing. No, no. It's, it's amazing. It's, it is. And if I could tell anybody, even just try it once, just listen to Pet Sounds yeah. one time. It's we're talking about just, just one time Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Yeah. And we're talking about your whole except fans too. Your whole mo- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Judas, yeah, yeah. I'm talking everybody it's, from you, TNT to Metal Church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, go back right. and listen to that stuff because it's yeah. truly. It's masterworks, right? You know any of the stuff Phil Spector did, the Wall of Sound, yeah, uh, back of the Ronettes and the yeah. Crystals, and we would be different today if it wasn't for those guys, right? I mean, yeah. totally different, right? Uh, I don't know where better or worse, yeah. but it is what it is, and those there is direct influences on our Chad and I, and mm-hmm. I, I think I agree with Chad, uh, right. Jeff, uh, Jeff, yeah. And probably cats too, for that matter. He's a little bit younger. I think we need to know the drink. Our, I think we get the names right. What do you think? Our, <laughs> our music that we listen to, except Fuse uh, Breeze, whatever, yeah, yeah. Kiss. Uh, um, yeah, it's those, it's a stereo. There's influences to the, that. The best that you have to go back and listen to. Yeah. Best way you're supposed to look at that is like. Uh, you know, every day is every day is a learning process, and, and you know you can say that with everything in life, especially music. Music is like reminds me of a staircase. You start at the bottom and you work your way up, and then when you get to the top, you've got all these different rooms that you can go to. Yeah, can call. Uh, you right. know, that's right. kind of how I look at it. Yeah. I agree. And each door that you open up is something new and exciting, and yeah. and uh, and different. And yeah, well, we're music talk, is amazing. What I'd like really talk about is what influenced you. So that's what we're going to talk about next. Okay. So, you know, with that, Jeff, you know, we talked about influences on the bands that we like. I want to talk about what influenced you. I mean, you're, uh, to Chad and I, uh, we've been following you for years. 30 plus years. Yeah. And uh, you're a wealth of knowledge. Uh, anything music, especially uh. bass, the lower end. I mean, you can. Yeah, but not just music, music, but I told you my my origins of bass. Like I said, was Gene Simmons. uh, That's right. As far as as far as music, man, I've loved music since I could since I could walk. You know, I remember. uh, I guess my parents used to tell me all the time. We used to dance when I was a tiny baby. You know, I just waved to the music. (laughs) But uh, later on, as I got older, you know, five or six. Seven years old, I started discovering my dad's forty-five collection, which was. So your dad was musical. Yes, my dad loved music. He okay. he loved rock and roll music. He grew up in that time, man. Oh. You know, he grew up in the in the fifties. You know, right? Early early fifties. So he listened to blues. Pardon me. He listened to blues. Yeah. 
Well, like I said, that old rock is part of it. I mean, you're talking Fats Domino, right? You know, and, and that type of the little Richard. You know, those guys, right. man, were boogie, boogie woogie blues yeah. players and everything else. You know, uh, Jer- Jerry, Jer- Jerry Lee Lewis instilled in your dad. He yeah, yeah. That. So you know, my dad was he was a huge goon of that. I mean, right. uh, like I said, I listened to uh, uh, Little Richard, you know, Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, Johnny Cash, Fats Domino, Chuck Berry. Right. You know, that's what I grew up with. Monotone so uh, Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers, uh, the Diamonds. How could he not be influenced by that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and if you stop and think about all those artists, and they're all like incredibly diverse, you know. Right. Uh, the, the Diamonds being a um, doo wop street, you know, <laughs> type of uh, band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with the Monotones and Book of Love. And then, you know, you listen to uh, Turn and Around, you know, Turn Around and Check Out. Good golly, Miss Molly, you know, little Richard, and you go, right. yeah. you Maybelline. Know? How could you not? All that stuff. How could that, how could right. that not just absolutely, you know, Turn you suck you right yeah. in, you know? Um, so music for me, you know, at an early age was real was real prevalent, you know. Uh, then discovering, you know, of course, later on, discovering my dad's copy of In the God of Vita and uh, Zeppelin 1, you know, those albums which were just right. turned me on to uh, rock and roll. So full, how, did, full how did you get into playing bass? Um, like I said, uh, Gene Sims. I saw Gene Sims from Kiss, and I said, right. "I got, I got to do that. Yeah. I got to do that." And I fell in love with the instrument, you know. And then listening to uh, Getty and Chris Squire, and, okay. and later on Entwistle. Obviously, the greatest. And, so, yeah. I mean, did you take lessons, or did you? No, I'm I'm like 100 percent self taught. Really, I, I wanted to join the uh, jazz band in high school, so I took a year of. Uh, uh, of bass lessons, but it was basically to learn how to how to read notation. Okay, um, from a guy by the name of Phil Sakovich, and he was really he was he was great. He was a big band bassist. So okay. he got you basically into it, like learning the actual fundamentals. I knew how to play. I was already playing in bands by then. You know, right. oh, wow. I was playing out by so, fifteen years. But you were learning things. Yeah. Like so you played by ear. Sure. Yeah, all my stuff was learned uh, listening to records, right? You know, and noodling around with it, you know, and that—that's all we could do back in the day, right? Because you got to remember, man, all we had were like you know record players and reel to reel and the AM radio, and, and I've even done it off eight tracks and cassette. <laughs> eight track was real fun because yeah. if you missed a part, you had to spin all the way through the damn thing just to get to the part that you missed. Sweet. Yeah, it's not as easy as it is now. Every right. Music's at everybody's fingertips, which is not necessarily a good thing. And that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Yeah. Um, so with me, you know, I, I grew up with a real diverse rock and roll palette right off the bat. You know, like I said, Johnny Cash and everything. And I, I, like I told like you, brother. like well, I, I mean, told you earlier, Chris so you, was Chris was right there with yeah. me. Yeah, right but with you me. you learned to play a bass by just listening to records. By listening to records, yeah. I mean that's and I wanted to play a bass because of I mean, Gene Simmons. Pretty, pretty phenomenal to learn progression, yeah. chords, and all that. Um, I was self taught. I mean, yeah. I, I was I mean, self taught entirely. I mean, that's pretty smart. So right. you're forty uh, years into on. this. You know, yes. Playing. Yes. Basically, forty years. Yep. Give or take a few years. Oh God! Like, let me figure. I'm what? I'm going to be fifty eight in about four days. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you ever yeah. listen to songs? And I mean, is there a song that you listen to that you cannot play? Um, no, I can usually pick up. Right. I mean, that's pretty amazing. I can, I can usually pick up pretty much anything. Can I mean, some things I was taking longer than others. Well, right. have four listen strings. to a song and yeah. say. I still haven't pinned down Mirror Simpleton by XTC yet. <laughs> this is my next goal. Um, but uh, 
but yeah, you know, I mean, I was just, I listened to records and right. I knew the parts. I could tell the parts, what instrument was what, right. and I just copy it. And you could pick those and parts. And the first out. instrument that I got, I learned how to tune my instrument the very first day that I, of my wow. very first instrument. There you go. I had one lesson that came free with buying the guitar. My mom, I remember that, and the guy showed me how to tune my so bass. So I know how to tune actually, it. Actually, because right now you can yeah. use electronics yeah. and you tune them. Right. Tell but me about standard that. pitch, Original. you know, it's E, yeah, um, bass is E-A-D-G right. is tuned right. from low to high. Right. So I was taught how to tune in, uh, you know, you in the e standard pitch, or low G. string E. Mm -hmm. Calling me E string for some right. reason. E, e A D G. <laughs> okay, and then and then once I learned how to tune, I'd play the records all the time. So I'd figure out what note was 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 what by listening to it and wow. fiddling around on the bass till I discovered you it. In your ear, right, right, right. You have, so you have a good ear. And this is before we had tuners or anything. Right. So I mean, I was in tune. That's to yeah. what was going on in the That's record is how pretty amazing how I, you. how I did it. Well, people yeah. have it and people don't. Right, it's but there's so much technology nowadays where, I there's, mean, you yeah. can almost put it, you know, I mean, they have the thing that you put on the guitar that shows you how to play. Right. You know, where... Yeah, yeah and there's tuners, and tuners now that make it easy and everything so else. So I hear that. That's an, that's an E. That's a D. You know, or, right. you know what pitch that was in. Yeah. Back in my day when I was growing up in bases like that, we didn't have those instant tuners. You, right. And no one and no one they had con strobe tuners, the old to tube strobe yeah. strobe tuners exactly. that they do pianos or uh, yep. uh, uh horns, you know, tuning up saxophones and tuning up uh trombones, you know uh, depending on where you Yeah. Right. And they were pitch tuners and they yep. those were usually expensive even back then. So you know, I learned how to tune just from playing wow. records. You know Right. So it's, you've done it ever since. Yeah. Uh, you, there's not probably and, a day and, you have. Well, I use it now because it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That to me is a real musician. You have your guys too. Because yeah. you took the time to figure out a the pitch, right. a the the song, the construction right. of a song, right? And now you know doing it for so many years, you know exactly how that song is constructed. Right. You know from beginning to end how that's song is constructed so you know you know the melody everything right you know i mean that's that's pretty amazing i mean that's right that's, that's something you shouldn't take lightly you know you you might think you do but you shouldn't no, you take just, lightly it just all depends you know when you pick up an instrument you know you're constantly learning just like anything right that, but not that everybody you want, can that do you that. have a desire to do or learn right you know you, but not everybody can do that you've seen well, you've seen musicians that have tried. They want right. to be a musician, but they can't. They right. just you cannot. I mean, there's certain things that you can pick up, like golfing. You can swing that fucking golf club a million times, and you're not going to be Tiger Woods, where you just have the feel for it. Sure, you know? a, that's what I like to call a natural. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got players, yeah. man. The cats that come up and can pick up anything. Anything. I know a couple anything. of them now. Yeah, um, but they can pick up anything and and play it. Right. You know, then we know, you know, we have a mutual friend that that's tried for yeah, for, for years, years and years and years and years. and he's okay, he can play and everything. Right, but he's but not he's never gonna he's never gonna reach that point. Right. Um and then you got cats, man, that really want to really bad and just don't have the coordination the to to, to the do ear, it. the whatever. You know? Yeah. The question it's of just, can he hit a curveball or not? Right. It's, it's <laughs> pretty amazing, really, because there's only a certain amount of people that God has chosen to do that. Well, sure. I you think know? the white 
Hoyt brothers here. Yeah. Chris and Jeff are, are both Phenomenal. Uh, um, unique special, individuals. Yeah. There's not too yeah. many of them like that. Right. Um, exactly. Uh, not everybody would like to do that. Everybody wanted to be well, who a rock star. When who wouldn't? I mean, yeah. I would love to, but I know. Yeah. You know, just, you know, I'm not wired. What, if you have yeah. an ear for it, that's one thing, but to actually do it. That's totally different. Right. Everyone has everyone has their own thing. Yeah. Everyone has their own love. Right. I mean, you ride motorcycles, killer. Could yeah. I? Could I, I even get on without going ten feet and falling on my stupid head? Right. No, I would. <laughs> I know I would. I, so I don't even bother trying. You know, right. As I say, everyone's got. Well, has got their own thing. It, you're you're right with that. Music, though, everybody, everybody likes music. Yeah. There's not anybody. I mean, is there anybody that doesn't like music? I don't think I mean, so. I you know, it just, music is something that it just in, one in of those song. things where it astounds me when you say good players, and you see a good player, and you're like, Jesus Christ! How I mean, that's I mean, the time and the effort and the just you know, I mean, it, it well, comes is, natural to them. Right. We could talk about this, Jeff. Music is a part of everybody's life. You know, yeah. I don't care who you. The are. time you put into music. Your whole life, yeah, forty plus years, the thousands of hours purchased, and the gigs that you've done, yeah. Have you made like two cents an hour? <laughs> Is that what it gets down to? But yeah, you know what? I I, it, I I forgot all about whether or not I was going to make a living doing this when I was twenty one. Yeah. But I figured it out early on that no, I wasn't. Jeff, it's one of the most under underpaid yeah, it is. professions in this world. Yeah, it's not getting any better. Either. If you look at a conversation, with if you look at Jeff and his expertise, yeah, and you look at Bill Gates and his expertise, I bet you they're pretty close. I'm but, sure they are. I bet they Everyone's are. But Bill plan. Gates is a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, it's very is under, Jeff underappreciated. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. You know? I could have probably changed my stars had I followed the right head when I was young. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. But pretty much what did me in. You know, that's, that's yeah, probably the problem with a lot of us. But, yeah, yeah could have, could have, would have, should have. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's always 2020. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah. there's very few musicians at your caliber Right. That could do that, well, you know, do what you do, right? You know, where Just you can take a song, deconstruct Chad, it, and play it, and Chad, you know. uh, Chad and I have often talked about Jeff here. Um, if he got in the right, because obviously, yeah, obviously, uh, his connections is where it's at, and things that you that where your you position, know your your caliber could, of playing, you could be a caliber, professional. His right. caliber, you is, know, I mean, there's no question about it. Right. Well, I consider myself a professional. Yeah, well, I mean, I play gigs for money and millions. But but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And if he got into yeah. the right situation yep. where there was people, per, sure, uh, above not a him, problem. He would not a problem. Super excel, right? I mean, because would, you know, there's people out there making a lot more money than right, you know, right. less caliber than you are. Right. Well, like I, like I said, you know, you know? My, if my stars would have been aligned a little right. different and. I would have been thinking, you know, uh, right when I was younger, you know, yeah. I, I, we, we, you know, we, I'd probably be phoning in on this uh, right. conversation, and not right. Say, would you be in here? Well, I mean, you might have been you know, your fourth but, wife by sure. now. Yeah, yeah, who knows? You know, but yeah. I mean, you have, you know, you're a phenomenal player. Thanks. You have phenomenal. Right. You know, you have phenomenal equipment. You have phenomenal bases that you know, That's you right. know, a shitload of. You just don't pick up a base. You need and, to uh, a couple. Yeah, you, know? you need to see his collection. Yeah, I mean, they've got some really great ricks. I mean, you know. Yeah. 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 So. i got a few of them laying around. There's yeah. A couple, there's a couple there. Yeah. So what's, but it's my love for the so let's say, what's your favorite bass? 
What's my favorite yeah. bass? Oh my to god! Play. god there's no, a tough question. There's yeah. no such thing as a really what favorite. is your favorite bass to play? Okay. For the better part of my existence as a bass player, I'd say probably three quarters of it. You know, it's been a, a Fender Jazz Bass or a Rickenbacker four thousand one. Okay. So I can't really say what my favorite bass is. What is it about those? It's right, that makes you. Fluid, that, okay. Uh, um, um, wow. The they're both different as yeah. fingerprints and snowflakes. Jazz bass is a smooth instrument. Um, it's probably aesthetically, uh, no, aesthetically is not the word. Um, structurally, uh, one of the best guitars you'll ever have on you. Uh, weight, mm-hmm. balance, uh, feel, the tonality is superb. Uh it's a it's a great bass all the way around. Rickenbacker's more what I would consider um, a little more a little more aggressive, maybe a little more a little, punchy, a little My fatter. Favorite. Yeah, um, has a different shaped neck, kind of a right. D shaped thin profile. Then the whole Just truss a, rod system is a, a, completely and the different. Whole truss, the yeah. truss rod system, it, it, ricks are one of a kind. Yeah, um, right. And you know, and, and obviously the, the the look the looks of them. I mean, there's nothing you feel like Eddie Lee. Yeah, they make you feel oh. like a rock star just picking one up. Fucking you know? right, they do. Uh, but but they sound. But they good. play different. They, they sound different. They sound fantastic. Yeah. They're different. Right. Uh, they're different. But the, you know, I, my whole life I've been you yeah. know pretty I much mean, a Rick jazz. Listen guy. to you play. I like listening to you play jazz. Right. Jazz bass. Right. I mean, I like the Fenders. I sure. Mean, you know, he sold, I mean, my, he sold my son one. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, listen to you play. You know, I like the jazz bass. Right. I mean, I like the Ricks, but right. the jazz bass to me is a lot more warmer. It's right. a lot more, you know, I mean, it, to yeah, me. More, it's, it's growly. And yeah. It sounds like a piano kind of, right. you know. Uh, Ricks are a little more, a little darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that darker. Yeah, you know. darker. Have you ever heard that? I mean, everybody has their own. I mean, that's what's great about music is everybody has their own, you know, what they like. Sure. When I listen you know, to a song, I listen to a lot of bass. You know, like I want to hear the bass. You know, when yeah. I listen to lead guitar, I like you know, I would have to say more. You know, I I like Fenders, but I like Gibson. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I like you know. Certain, yeah. You know, people people have wanted to hear bass since the days of the big bands. Yeah. You know, must <laughs> became yeah. electric bass, and then it, and then it just doesn't go to the bass; it goes to the amp. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. You know, I mean, I yeah. told you before, Jeff. I played a stand-up bass in, in middle school, going into high school. Settle down, yeah. Dave. And I loved it. Settle down. Hey, Shell I'm fucker. telling you what. I was you, in did love they call you the Bill Black of Grayling? <laughs> nah. Settle down. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ. Stray cats called me. <laughs> yeah. No. Got the chill. I loved bass since I was probably 11, 12 years old. Yeah. I listened to bass in every song. I listen to every song, but I listen to bass parts. I just love bass parts. I love both fiddle too, man. I love I love playing upright, man. But the thing playing upright is, you know, There's something about plugging into an amp. Yeah, every, now they got I'm they got some, microphone systems for them now, which are pretty cool. But it's still not the same. Obviously, basses came from stand-ups. First. Yeah, I'm like oh, I was saying, that? even even Bill Black, you know, even Bill Black changed over to electric eventually in the late you know, 50s. In, Elvis's bass player. This was a stringed but instrument bass, so, many so that's what it was, you know. But yeah. there's so many different it. rigs too. So sure. you play a Lab series now, or no, uh, Ampeg. Yeah, I play Ampeg. Ampeg, you play uh, Lab. Yeah, I haven't played that thing since Jesus. Yeah, but I mean, to me, I had asked when I listened to you, you know, I mean, the Lab series. Uh-huh. 
that's that's yeah, the tone. I was kind of I was kind of the nerd. I, I found the nerdy amp of the century, but, but it sounded great, dude. They fucking and it still does. That amplifier still does. I've, it's beat to fuck, but, it but you sounds, know what? It's it still it's sounds incredible. Un- I love that incredible. Amp. I mean, ampegs. Nothing wrong with ampegs. Yeah, first but. first real amp I owned was a first real amp I owned was a little K job. It was a little uh, fifty water with a little solid state head. And immediately blew the speaker up. <laughs> Within 10 minutes. Whatever. Yeah. I, my, yeah. A friend you know, of mine, I was telling you about Bob Sienkiewicz gave me that, his 100 watt Yamaha head and I yeah. plugged into that and whacked the speaker. The thing that cracks me up is when, you know, I used to run sound for you guys, is uh, I remember one time the, the fucking uh, the PA went out. So the only thing was that was running was the monitors. Right. Like, hey, the PA went out. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's how loud the fucking monitors were, right? But I mean that was back in the day when you had forty twenty fives and a fucking mid and a. Horn. That's my slight hearing problem. Yeah, that I have yeah, exactly. Day. You're like, holy fuck! Yeah. And we used to go to these bars, and they were like, "You got to keep it like at a hundred and five decibels." Oh God, I remember that. Remember that? If I, you what know, was the one the fireplace man and yeah. uh, up by Interlock in there. Yeah, they were like you had a dB meter and everything. Remember walking yeah. around that place. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. It was turn it down. Well, Next, it's like half of the song was. Back. You know, and the thing is, is I mean, it, and I was telling Jeff the other night, we we're like, we would play fucking fight and shit like that in between sets. So we we didn't give a shit what you wanted to hear. We we're going to play what we're going to play. Well, what we wanted to hear. Down your throat. This is what's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. We played our own thing. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we were never really very public friendly. No. Yeah. Hey, uh, but you might have turned them Hey, them fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> and you might have turned them out. All right. <coughs> Pay me 50 stuff. bucks less. Funny yeah. stuff, yeah. So, influences. <laughs> other than Gene Simmons, yep. to get back to this, Okay. obviously you went through your uh, kiss phase. And uh, all that. Right. What started influencing you after that? You started coming into your own. Well, like I said, I started listening to uh, Rush, you know, All the World's a Stage shortly after. And then. Uh, what an influence. You know, and then Yes Fragile. I, I got yeah. turned down to Chris yeah. Squire, and it was on from there. It was on. Uh, listen to those cats play, you know. Uh, like I said. It's it's amazing. I can't you know? believe. Yeah, that. and you start listening to different genres, and you're right. like, "Holy shit!" And then you start listening to different instruments. So now you're you're in a you know right. you get into horns or right. you get into piano and stuff like that, and you're like, "Wow!" I'm with you. With you know? yes, uh, yes was very uh, instrumental in me listening to very sure. instrumental. Yeah, just listening to the uh, the musicians I love in that. the band uh, were like, I would I need yeah. more of this. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's, what, that's what I like. Talking about an alternate instrument thing, you know, uh, both McCartney, you know, Paul and yeah, and uh, Entwistle, you know, started on, you know, uh, Mako started on piano. Right. He was a piano player, yeah. and then he became a guitar player. I know. And then had a bass player because they needed a bass player. Right, exactly. And that's the way Paul Entwistle, McCartney started Entwistle out. Entwistle started yeah. on horns. Yep. Piano and horns, right? French horns. You know, these were these were musicians. Yeah. So these musicians didn't just play one instrument; yeah. they yep. played multiple. Well, music, right. that's an example of you a know, musician, right? It's not one instrument, exactly. It's a musician. So they love exactly. They love you know the the art of making music. Sure. You know, I mean, you, Jeff. I mean, uh, so many good nights. Obviously, we're drinking when we're out at the bar and listening. Yeah, to but that's but you're phenomenal. Listen, right? Just 
It, it, it's uh, listening to the musicianship and the, right. the art of your craft. Okay, uh, I've heard lots of bands. Yeah, I mean, but you can listen. You can go out and, and listen to bands, and you're like, everywhere across this country's got their yeah. favorites. They'll go listen to a local band. This guy's great. But you can tell. And I mean, if you are. have an ear, you can tell when a band's tight. You can tell when you know the bass player and the drummer. Those two are you know together, and yeah. then I mean, it, you can tell when a band's tight. When and you can tell they're all over probably, the place. And Jeff like, probably could uh, elaborate on that. That's yeah. pretty hard to do. Because time causes problems in bands. Bands break up, members leave. Well, you're talking about separate individuals, man. I know. Yeah. It's like, hey. it's like when they click How? together, yeah. Yeah. you need to be making it big right Stop now. and think about it. You can be even, you know, even be with one person. And then you, know, we, well, yeah. you and I know that the bass can carry the whole band. Sure. Right. And that's with yeah. the drummer. Drummer's about second. And then yeah. the bass and the drums, you well, know, that's the whole backbeat of the band. That's exactly. like the whole thing that drives it. The drummer, the, uh, he sets the fucking tone. The guitar players, you know, they're the, they're the sprinkles and right. the icing on the cake. And, Chicks but dancing on the dot floor. The drummer the sets the tone. Yeah. It's the, the fucking bass is second. Right. Fucking, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's the drive. It's right. It's the drive. It is. Yep. You know, you got to have meter. You have to. What do you think, Cats? is over there. Are you sleeping? Are you sleeping? Who drives the band? The bass player. What the drums? <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah. I don't know. Who drives the bus? I'm playing Warcraft or whatever the fuck. Katz is our director. He's <laughs> doing a very good job tonight. Thanks a lot, Katz. He's just leather, letting us blather around. That's, I know. He's, <laughs> he's, thanks. He's, I don't know what he's watching. He's the smartest there. one of the bunch, really. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're enjoying this three chord. Yeah. Uh, we're having a lot of very good time. Very good bourbon. Yeah. Jeff, uh, we're going to have him on more. I think, Chad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. This is something we need to elaborate yeah. on. Yeah. Music, music and music. I uh, think expansions a lot of. Goes way up. Go episode yeah, after right. episode. I mean, it's multifaceted. You know, you probably bored the tears out of everybody doing this for I hope the next not. several yeah. months. I hope not because, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, a lot of people. I, I would think, hope not, too. You know, I mean, obviously. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people. You know, it doesn't matter what genre of music you listen to, but it's all music. It is. You it's know, sure. it's, it's artists. You know. Sure. Yeah. For the and it's all related. It right. is related. And never forget related. that. No it's matter what. If you're related. making noise that pe- pleases people's ears right. in music, yeah. right. it's artists and you're all related. Yeah. That's right. That's what uh, we're Not doing. to mention that most, you know, all, all music is related by... Uh, uh, by threads, you know, we the threads not, of time. We may not agree yeah. with it. We may not listen to it, but it, right. we can't deny exactly. that it's an artist uh, producing. Yeah. So, some more than others. Uh, I would like to see all bands play instruments instead of electronic. I believe in electronics in certain parts of it, but I like the old play an instrument. You know, I like uh, me. My, my length of uh, electronics kind of. Yeah, kind of stop with the Moog or the Prophet Five or something like that. Using the <laughs> yeah, using the seventies. I hate 60s, it. But, hate it. But now you know. I mean, now you know uh, the music. It, it's kind of funny how the the running joke is. You know, the old man says, "You know, your music sucks. Music today sucks." Which used to always crack me up. You know. But I listen to music today, and most of it, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe there was some point to that. But, yeah. But exactly. I don't want to feel that yeah. way because I'm like a but there I mean, student you want to think, of all things music. Yeah, but, you want to evolve. But, but it's different. The reason I had you here 
is because of <coughs> your views on that. Right. You value music. Right. Yeah. And you value musician. uh, musicianship yeah. and everything that goes with it. You may not agree with it. I don't particularly like but it. You, but I agree with it. Right. If that's what is pleasing. You look at it objectively. Right. You know, well, I, cool. I, I do with everything. You yeah, know, there's, there's not right, which is know, very not cool. every, not everything new is terrible. I, lo- I listen to a lot of things. You know, right? Like we're talking about Greta Van Fleet and a cu- couple of the other things, Mammoth and whatnot. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh man, talk you know? about well, we're yeah. actually Wolfie stuff, man. Wow. Yeah. You know, I want to get into that, and we're, we're going to talk more about that because <laughs> I think there's a whole podcast. Actually. Right. Yeah. But um, we're actually running out of time. Yeah. So okay. I think we're going to wrap this one up. Wrap we're going to we're going to talk more about these in the future. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have Jeff Openy yep. back on, and uh, if you guys want to learn something about bass and music. Tune in. And don't forget, today is March 4th, which is Chris Squire's birthday. So go back. And uh, listen to. Go back and listen to Yes, Close to the Edge or Yes, 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 Fragile. I'll just give you those two as a reference right off the bat. Just listen to them. Yeah, yeah take 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 time and listen to those right. records. You'll be amazed. Yeah. And, yeah. and the bands you're listening to today are probably inspired by him. Absolutely. Yep. So, anyways, Chad. Dave. We'll have a, uh, you have a good night. Thanks, Jeff, for coming yep, out. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Cats. Yep, thanks, Cats. Uh, for everything you do for us, and we'll see you next week. All right. Thank you.